0: All right, Chabosai, Good morning. Let us begin. So today's Mishnah, Meretz Hashem, we are doing Perek Vav Mishnayis Dalid through Hay, Chapter Six, Mishnayis Four through Five. So Mishnah Dalid reads as follows: of mean minin harbe. Let's say a person has many types of food in front of him. Remember again, in the last three Mishnayis we've been going through the various groups of brachos, types of brachos, and over which types of food those brachos are recited. In Mishnah Dalin, now we find ourselves, how mean in Let's say a person has many different types of food in front of them. So what should you make the bracha on first? Now truth is, we're going to see, this Mishnah is going to have many different <laughs> applications. But let's first take a look at this. If you don't read who this says, it's very simple. Mimin Shiva, Rabbi Guddis says, well, if any of the items in front of you is one of the species of Eretz Yisrael, seven species of Eretz Yisrael, chita, saura, wheat, barley, geffen, grapes, taina, figs, rimon, pomegranates, zayas, olives, shemen, which are dates, right? If any of those, if any of the seven species, that's the item you make the bracha on first. So, Huda's opinion is that the idea is that Shiva Saminim, seven species, have what we call in halacha Kadima. They ultimately, again, they have precedence. The chum the say no. So, the Chom say you make the bracha on whatever you want first. And I will say, now this is actually a very interesting halachic makhlukes, because Rabbi Yehud of the Bar Tanura says that Rabbi Huda's opinion is chaviv adif, that that which you desire more takes precedence for hilchos brachos. So an interesting makhlukes. The chachamim say, the say that in hilchos brachos there are objective categories. And amongst those objective categories is shiva Saminim. Seven species of Eretz Yisrael has an importance above and beyond anything else in Halacha. And therefore, again, even if the item that you want is not the shiva Saminim item, nevertheless, Halacha, Lamaist, that's you're going to make the bracha on Rabbi Huda. Sorry, that's Rabbi Huda. The Chamsay Chaviv. Whatever you want more, that is the item you should make the bracha over first. How paskin? See, interestingly enough, the is shochel arach paskins and arachayim rash yud aleph. In Halochas aleph through he actually brings both opinions. He brings both opinions, but then the Shulchan Aruch says that ultimately, again, the Shulchan Aruch himself seems to indicate that Halacha Lamaisa, the Halacha really follows Rabbi Huda, and therefore, again, if you have Shiva Saminim, you really should make the Bracha on Shiva Saminim first. I will say, now remember, in this, in the, again, this is not a halacha here. So remember, we have to be very careful not to get too 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 caught up in the halacha. But remember again, in this, you have further subcategories. For example, mizonos, right, grain based items will often take precedence over non grain based items. The way to, the the way to view this halacha best is often to view if you have you know two parallel things. I will give you the best example: you have an apple and a pomegranate, an apple and a pomegranate. Both an apple and a pomegranate are ha'etz. Are ha'etz. So, right, so now the shayla just is, you're gonna, you have to make a bracha on one of them, right? In other words, one bracha of ha'etz is going to discharge the obligation on both. The shayla is, which one should I take in my hand and make the bracha on? Shabihuda will say, pomegranate. It's not a shayla. Pomegranate, because it shows me one of the seven species, that's it you should make the bracha on. The chum will say, well, which one do you like better? Which one do you like better? And again, if it happens to be the pomegranate, fantastic. But if it's the apple that you like better, then make the bracha on the apple. So just interestingly enough, the Shulchan Aruch seems to say in that case, where the brachos are equal, right? So everything's on an equal footing. Make the bracha on the pomegranate, the Shiva Saminim, first. Beautiful. Mostly that's Mishnah David, Mishnah Hay. This is also, because again, all of these are fascinating halachic cases. So again, not, not our, not our purpose in Mishnah Yomi to delve into the intricacies of the halacha, but kind of to watch your appetite a little bit. So, Berach This is an interesting case. If you made a bracha on wine before mazam, before you ate. Now, really what that means is before hamotzi. So we'll see, now remember again, we're going to see that the bracha of hamotzi takes care of everything, with the exception of wine. So if you make hamotzi, you don't have to make a bracha on anything else that comes as part of your meal. That's a very general statement, but for our purposes right now, let's assume that's correct, except for wine. So I come home for dinner tonight, I wash, I make hamotzi, I don't have to make a bracha on anything else, on the chicken, on the rice, on the potatoes, everything is covered by the hamotzi. But if I decide to have a glass of wine with dinner, that's its own bracha. That has to get its own hagafan. So what the Mishnah deals with is the following case. Let's say I go ahead and I make a bracha on wine before the seuda. So we'll say, so of course the Barak says, the paradigmatic example of this is when, when does this happen? When does this happen? Shabbos. Right? This is what we do every Shabbos. I make a bracha on wine before the suda. What's the bracha on wine that I'm making? We call it Kidish. Kiddush. Right, so I'm making, I'm making a bracha on wine. But again, you're going to see that actually this halacha doesn't just have to be on Shabbos. Right? But the idea over here is as follows. So, Berach Amazon, I make a bracha on wine before I wash, before I eat. Pater that exempts the wine that I consume during the meal. In other words, you might have thought that the halacha is as follows. Pretty much there's pre-meal, Post-meal, right? And so, right? So pre-meal is, anything that happens pre-meal is its own thing. Anything that happens post-meal is its own thing. That's what I would have thought. Kamash Malon, the Mishnah tells me, if you drink wine before the meal, and your intention is what? To drink more wine during the meal. The bracha on the wine you make before the meal, exempts the wine during the meal. This all presupposes that you had kavana, right? That this was your intention, Similarly, and I'm going to say that it's halachalamaisa, right? So if you go ahead, you decide you had a long day, you decide that before dinner you want to have a glass of wine, right? So you make a break prayer on your glass of wine. And now again, but you also have intention that you're going to drink more wine during your su'udah. Ultimately, the bracha you make on the wine before your su'udah takes care of the wine during the su'udah. <laughs> patra so this is another very interesting case so let's say both say you're having hors d'oeuvres right i mean who doesn't have hors d'oeuvres at home before dinner right so you're you're, you're having some hors d'oeuvres before dinner right some food par paras so it's interesting the 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 says, so I'll say, this is very interesting. So what they would do is sometimes they would eat some, literally it's hors d'oeuvres, but they would eat things before the meal in order to increase their appetite for the meal. So let's, that's called parparos. So let's say you you had some of this food before the meal, and i both say, interestingly enough, sometimes what they would do is, they would have, I don't know what you call, hors d'oeuvres after the meal. I guess you call that dessert, right? But, but it's not really dessert. Like, we think about it, it, it would be more of, like, meal type of food. So you have, let's say, hors d'oeuvres before the meal. Then they'd have the meal. And then they would take away the bread. In other words, the meal was over. But we didn't bench yet. We didn't bench yet. And they'd bring out more hors d'oeuvres, more par paris. So, the halacha is when you make a bracha on the hors d'oeuvres before the meal, that exempts the hors d'oeuvres after the meal. And they both say, don't glean anything about this legabe, what we call dessert. Because dessert is going to be its own halacha, as we'll discuss. But in any event, the point over here is the hors d'oeuvres before the meal, take care of the hors d'oeuvres after the meal. After the meal, both say, in this context, means the meal has come to a conclusion, but we have not yet benched. Okay. Beirach alapas. So I will say the point We've mentioned this before. We Make a bracha on of make a bracha on a mozi, a mozi takes care of everything. Right? So covers everything that you are going to consume as part of the meal. So however, ala Parparas, lo patra sapas. But if you make a bracha on par mm-hmm. right, you make a bracha on the earth that of course does not cover the bread. Now, I'll say that is an obvious statement, but the Mishnah says it nevertheless just to maintain Mishnaic symmetry. Now, Shammai, Shammai says, Aflo Rabbi Shammai says, even Beishamai. Now, say, now, what does that mean? Now, Beepashtos, what Rabbi Shammai is saying is that, if you make a bracha on par pares, right? It, so, remember, the says, if you make a bracha on par it doesn't exempt the past. It doesn't exempt the bread. Be'i to make a bracham parperes, it doesn't even exempt other cooked dishes. Okay, so I will said, that's going, so that, that particular halacha and how we pass in there is going to depend a lot on the particular circumstance. In other words, I will say we are going to talk about the idea of Iker V'tafel. We'll get to the idea that when you have two foods, one of primary importance, one of secondary importance, you make the bracha on the primary importance, not on the secondary importance. We'll also discuss the idea that you can make a bracha on one food and have in mind for many other foods, right? We're going to see that particular halacha as well. So, Be-shamay, Beshamay, is just coming along to say over here that sometimes you can make a bracha on parperas, and parperas, because it's of secondary importance, may not go ahead and exempt my But again, we'll, we'll reserve the halacha Lamaise on this piece until we get the subsequent Mishnah. Okay, well, so we'll stop over here for today. Shkayach, everyone.